Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Monday, April 5th, and I wish you a happy Easter as we are on this Monday of the Octave of Easter. For those who don't know what the Octave is or whatever, um, so of course, yesterday on Sunday, April 4th, we celebrated Easter Sunday. But within the uh, Catholic Church, um, this may well be true, I, I suspect, within the Orthodox, it may well be true within the Episcopalian, maybe true within all our Protestant brothers and sisters' churches. I, I cannot say I suspect it is true, but I know within uh, our Catholic faith, we celebrate Easter. It is such a high feast day. We celebrate it for eight days. And so while the season of Easter goes 50 days and, uh, and ends on the Feast of Pentecost, and there are other feast days within that season, for these eight days, from yesterday, Sunday the 4th, through Sunday the 11th, those eight days as uh, we treat as if each one were Easter Sunday morning. Uh, and if there were a feast day, uh, a natural one that would fall within this week, we would move it outside of it because these, this Easter Sunday is our high feast day. And so we celebrate it every day. Uh, and so I come to you today and I wish you the happiest Easter. And uh, all this week, we're going to be hearing Gospels of the Resurrection, different ones from the different uh, authors of the Gospels. And today we get Matthew, Matthew 28, 8 to 15. And uh, so we wouldn't have heard that this weekend if you went to Mass. If you went to the vigil, we heard Mark's rendition. Uh, if you were at yesterday's Mass, uh, we heard John's uh, rendition. And today we hear Matthew's. Uh, actually, kind of a step after <laughs> Matthew's. But uh, let's break open God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went away quickly from the tomb, fearful yet overjoyed, and ran to announce the news to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached and embraced his feet and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. While they were going... Some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests all that had happened. The chief priests assembled with the elders and took counsel. Then they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers, telling them, You are to say his disciples came by night and stole him while we were asleep. And if this gets to the ears of the governor, we will satisfy him and to keep you out of trouble. Sorry, my computer just froze up. <laughs> the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has circulated among the Jews to this present day. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, so good, isn't it? So let's give a little backstory. And not that this will surprise any of you, of course, but Matthew, we pick up kind of halfway into the story. So in Matthew's gospel, which you may say, oh, Joe, of course we know the story because they're all the same. 
Ah, oh, they're not. They're not. It's so good. So Matthew's uh, story has Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. So it's probably Mary, the wife of Clopas, who are there. They go to the tomb on Easter Sunday morning, and they approach it wondering again who's going to roll away the stone, and this large earthquake happens. And they see an angel of the Lord descend uh, upon the stone and sit on it as it is rolled away. And the uh, soldiers are struck dead. And I mean, they're not killed. They're just, they fall down in fear as if dead. And the angel speaks to the women and says, um, first of all, do not be afraid. Uh, again, they're, they're in the presence of God and they're instructed right away, do not be afraid. Uh, you seek Jesus the crucified. He is not here. Come see where he lay. And, uh, and so that invitation into the tomb, into the tomb, look on it. It is, it is empty. Uh, and, uh, and then she sends, the, the angel sends um, the, the Mary Magdalene and the other Mary out. Now, you may say that sounds exactly like all the others. Well, you know, it kind of is and kind of not because different words are used. In Luke, it's two angels and different words. Oh, and the words are so good in Luke's, and I'm sure we may get to it later this week. And, and in Mark, it's not an angel. It's a young man, and I'm, I love that gospel for that very reason. Uh, but that's a story for another day. Uh, and, uh, and why he's a young man there and not an angel um, and of course, John is always different because John just is. So I, 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 let's just dive in and a few things I want to say here and, and then I'll be quiet because again, the, the gospel speaks on its own. My friends, our God is risen. God is stronger than death. He could not have his son Jesus lie in the tomb and he raises him from the dead uh, and, and I was telling that to, to, we were talking about the gospel on uh, Easter Sunday uh, after the vigil with our family. And uh, we talked about Father Carl's homily. And uh, if you were from here, you know I'm going to completely steal <laughs> what Father Carl said uh, because it was so good. So they're leaving. Okay, this is back to, to this gospel. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went away quickly from the tomb, fearful yet overjoyed. I want to stop there. They're fearful. And, and who wouldn't be? You just witnessed something that there's an earthquake and, and the stone rolls away and an angel descends and it says like lightning uh, and a flash of light and he's sitting on top of the tomb and he addresses them. And the tomb is empty and you're, you're, you're going into it. Again, they don't understand fully what's happening here. They're in the midst of something that is amazing, something that is new, something that is life-giving, something that gives them hope, but they don't understand it. And so they're sent, even though they don't fully understand why they're being sent or what they're being sent to. They know they're going to, the, to their disciples. They know they're to send the disciples back to Galilee where Jesus is going to meet them. But what does all that mean? So they go away fearful yet overjoyed. Have you ever held both of those in the same, at the same time? Fearful yet overjoyed. Fearful like what is going on? This is crazy. What is it inviting us into? This future that I thought I understood, I no longer understand. It's entirely wiped out. But yet, yet I'm overjoyed because you know what? 
I know our God's going to meet us there. Our God's going to meet us there. He's no longer in the tomb. I am filled with a hope that I did not have for the last 48 hours when I thought my world had ended. I'm fearful because I don't know where this is inviting me. All the rules of the game that I thought I knew, they're gone. But now I'm overjoyed because I know the one who is alive and is with me. Have you ever felt those side by side? Yeah, that's what they're feeling. And then, behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? On our journey, this one, we're fearful because we don't know where this journey has taken us. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what next week holds. We don't know what next year holds. We are fearful but overjoyed because the one who is alive is walking with us on our way. Well, he meets us on our journey. And you know what? He never looks like we think he looks but that's a different gospel. We'll get to that one. <laughs> but he comes to us in surprising ways when we have no idea, but he meets us on our journey and he meets us through people that we are unexpected. He meets us in, in ways that are unexpected. He meets us at times that are unexpected. He meets us through means that are unexpected but he meets us on our journey. And when we open our eyes to that, we fall down in homage and say, God, you are so good. And what does he say to us? That very thing. Okay, you're fearful yet overjoyed. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee and there they will see me. And this is where I'm completely stealing Father Carl's homily because it was so good. You know, in this gospel, Matthew's, and in Mark's, the, the, they're told to go to Galilee. I don't believe they are in, in Luke's. Uh, I believe Jesus meets them that very day in the, uh, in the upper room. In fact, in Luke's, he ascends on Easter Sunday night in the gospel, not in Acts of the Apostles, which is another book that he wrote, but that's another story for another day. Um. And in John's gospel, he meets them there in Jerusalem. Um, but in Matthew and in Mark, he tells them to go to Galilee. And I love that image. I love that image because this is what Father Carl talked about. He says, go back to the beginning. Go back to where it all started. Because you know what? The circle is complete and we're back to the beginning and we start all over again. You know, we often use this church word that Jesus redeemed us with the cross and redeemed us by his resurrection. What on earth does that mean? The only idea of, it's, it's such a churchy world. That, you know, the only time I use the word redeemed is when I have a coupon and I'm going to the store and I redeem it. You know, what, what, what does that mean? It means, brothers and sisters, to begin again. It means to restore. It means to bring something back to its natural place. And what was our natural place? In the beginning, we were created in the garden. We were created for a relationship with God. And there was nothing that separated that relationship until we sinned. And by that virtue of that very sin, we were, were not cast out because God was punishing us. But by virtue of the sin, it separated us from God. And so we, we cast ourselves out of the garden by, by that action. And in the redemption of Christ... In this action, through his life, death, and resurrection, we have been 
brought back to the beginning. We are back in relationship with God. We are restored. We are renewed. We are taken back to the start. Brothers and sisters, have you felt like you can't go back because you've made decisions, you've, you've done things, you've thought things, you've said things, you've hurt people, you've, you've whatever it is that you think you're way down the road and I'm, I'm, I'm unacceptable to these other people, I'm unacceptable to myself, I, 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 I can't go back, there's, there's nothing there. You're wrong because our God invites us to go back to the beginning and start all over again because we are made anew. This action of Christ's resurrection is not just something, again, I've said this before, that we celebrate 2,000 years ago. That happened then. Isn't God powerful? We celebrate what is true always today. We celebrate that Christ is risen today, and he invites you and I to go back to the beginning because that redemption includes us now. Brothers and sisters, this is the best day. These eight days, which is one day, this is the best day. Because our God invites us back to the start. He makes us new. The relationship which was severed is now uh, one again. Go back to Galilee. And there you will see me. Why? Because we're one. Because we're renewed. Because Because that's what resurrection is. Because that life that was severed is renewed. Brothers and sisters, we may be fearful in the midst of everything going on, but oh, be overjoyed. Be overjoyed because you are back at the start. We have a new beginning. Our God loves us that much, and even more so, he walks with us on the journey. We meet him on the way. And above all else, do not be afraid. Our God, our God invites us into this new place. And if our God invites us there, we can trust that it's a good place, and it's a safe place, and frankly, it's the best place to be. Let's pray. And so, my friends, we, uh, of course, appropriately enough, will pray the glorious mysteries this week. And so let us begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first glorious mystery, Jesus rises from the dead. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, be well and be overjoyed. Happy Easter to you.